Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Cindy, a young vagabond from the Hoenn region with pyromaniac tendencies, Gimli, a stocky, burly miner from Sinnoh looking for his lost son, Elodie, an enthusiastic foodie and baker from Kalos, and Schmidt, an enigmatic man from Johto with a duck. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. It is Fall Arbor Town. It is about midday. It's about noon. Cindy and Gimli are separately, but arguably within earshot of one another, training their Pokemon in the forest that is slightly to the northwest of Fall Arbor Town. And Schmidt and Elodie, unbeknownst to each other, are having a good old time at Mr. Mimosa's downtown Fall Arbor Town. Elodie found herself at Mr. Mimosa's after the gym challenge because it sounded like a fun or otherwise cool place to go. And she managed to, she might be having too good of a time. Uh, she, yeah. she has rendezvoused with some old friends that were made the day prior, Archie and Maxie. Uh, she may have, in fact, crashed their brunch date that they were having. She's been enjoying some hand squeezed mimosas with her friend Archie, and Maxie is kind of sulking to himself at the next stool over. Archie turns over to Elodie and says, Wait, 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 have you heard this one? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, if, if a Sharpedo had feet, what would he use to count his steps? <laughs> what, 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 would he, what would he use? Maxie? Maxie, do you know? And Maxie looks over and he sighs and he says, a sharpedometer. And Archie goes, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just cracking up, fist slamming the table. Mimosas are splashing all over the place. Maybe a little bit splashes up on Elodie. And they're having a, a rousing, excellent, good time. I'm going to ask for a perception from Schmidt. That is 17. 17. The raucous laughter that comes as a result of this Sharpedometer joke. Schmidt, moments after something intriguing catches his eye outside that he doesn't have time to ask Sam about, he turns around to the sound of Archie cackling and notices a familiar figure next to him being Elodie, who seems like she may have had maybe a little too much to drink. Does he have any sort of response to that? Does he try and ignore what he saw? Um, Because he's with Sam, right? I think he would... Not to Sam. If Sam did not notice, he would make Sam aware. Be like, hey, is that Elodie over there? Um, is Sam aware? Yes, she is. She squints a little bit and she turns her head uh, to the other side of the restaurant. She says, yeah, looks like looks like Sam to me. It looks like she's with those two guys from yesterday. Oh, yeah. Should we go okay. over or just leave them alone? Uh, they look like they're having a time. We, we can we can leave them be. She says, OK. And she continues to sit across from you and enjoy her. Mimosa. As described before, uh, this restaurant is mostly staffed by Mr. Mimes. Um, they are wearing little aprons, and they got big old hands, and the ones with the biggest hands are in the back on the other side of the counter, and they are just demolishing these oranges in into collection crafts. It's insane how well they can squeeze them. Uh, on the opposite side of town, out in the woods, Gimli is training with his team, and he notices something strange. As they are moving rocks around, hitting trees, pulling up grass, just being rowdy Gimli Pokemon in general, Bean takes a moment and he stares at the XP gourd in his hands and he shows emotion. He gets angry and he throws it on the ground and he looks up at Gimli with a furrowed brow. All right, buddy, you don't want it? <laughs> Bean shakes his head fervently. He's done with it. That's fine. I'll take it back, bud. You don't have to be so mean about it, though. He starts tapping on Gimli's calf 
that's about as tall as he reaches. And looking at Gimli, he's expecting something from Gimli. Does he want his club back? <laughs> Maybe. You can roll for it or just like give it back. I was like, oh, you want this back, boy? Here you go. <laughs> as you hand it to him, he, he jumps and grabs it and he holds it tight. And then he is more calm like before. It seems like all of Gimli's party is experiencing a pretty significant little uh, little level up. A little level up. Pretty close by. A little ways to the south. Cindy's doing much the same. I kind of want Cindy to just roll a general dexterity check for, like, her party's sake at the moment. That's a seven. That's a seven. Okay. Gimli pretty immediately clearly notices uh, the scent of smoke. Uh, there is a part of this forest that is getting a little toasty, a little singy. Uh, considering it's like midday in the late summer, it might be good for him to investigate what is going on, perhaps. He certainly will. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the scent of smoke is almost iconic to Cindy at this point as, as Gimli <laughs> charges over to intercept whatever Cindy action is happening. Cindy's Pokemon are doing great. They're doing much the same as Gimli's, but in their own Cindy fashion. Um, they're mostly just identifying shrubs and lighting them on fire. Uh, Larvasar, unlike Gimli's Larvitar bean, is actually not entirely done with the XP Gord. They, they don't mind holding on to it at the moment. But uh, Cindy is just kind of smiling and giving commands to her team as they just light various grasses and brushes on fire. We will say that Gimli intercepts the scene. Cindy! <laughs> Why are you lighting things on fire? <laughs> I get strong. Do you have a means to put out the fire when you're done? Uh, can, like, smog put out a fire by, like, taking the, the um, oxygen away from the fire? That's a pretty creative idea. Um, it, uh, <laughs> Izzy can try, for sure. Do you want to make that attempt? Uh... Pretending in front of Gimli that I know exactly what I'm doing and that I'm 100% sure this is going to work. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to try. <laughs> just give me a, a dex for Izzy. See if Izzy can figure it out. It's a five. It's a five. Yeah, Izzy just heard her trainer be like, we're lighting stuff on fire. And is Izzy's given a new command and uh, just kind of targets the wrong, the wrong organ in their body. And instead of creating smog to put the fire out they just breathe more fire it's just there's just more fire and smoke it was not successful that's fine all right well i'm i'm gonna try i'm gonna put out this fire i'm gonna use trevor and mud slap onto the fire okay you probably don't need to roll for that i think i think Trevor. yeah i don't think so yeah i think trevor yeah, just I, I does destroyed it, it anyways <laughs> yeah he's done yeah, yeah you're fine um trevor gets to work in cleaning up the mess that cindy's team is making and the two party members come to the realization that probably everyone is done with their gym challenges and it might be time to group back up in town. I'm kind of forcing that on you unless you have a different plan. No, that's fine with me. Okay. I would like to, at least if not on the way back to town, like not too far out of the way, like try and pick some berries. Sure. Yeah. Give me a, give me a nature check on your way back. See if you catch any. That is a dirty 21. Nice. Well done. Yeah, you identify three citrus berries, three lum berries, one hobbin berry, H-A-B-A-N. Cindy and Gimli arrive in town, and they notice that there seems to be a lot of foot traffic in one little corner that's kind of by Slaymart. It's around brunch time. Everyone's getting brunch at Mr. Mimosa's. I'm just going to say, because Cindy is tuned into these kinds of things, she notices in the quiet front window, Heart. 
she sees Schmidt and Sam enjoying some freshly squeezed mimosas together through the window. I like slap Gimli gently on the arm, like, look, look at Schmidt and Sam. <laughs> yeah, seem like they're having a good time. Are are they on a date? Maybe they could be. <laughs> are you trying to just watch them, or are you? <laughs> can I wave through the window? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, no promises that they'll notice, but you can. I wave. Schmidt, if Schmidt noticed Cindy, would he pretend not to? <laughs> How far away are they? Uh, I'm going to say they're like about 30 feet because they're out in the street, but they're just not like in the restaurant and Cindy's just waving through the window. Okay, so <laughs> Schmidt's feeling kind of cornered right now because yeah, Elodie's yeah. on one side. Yeah. <laughs> and Cindy on the other. It's yeah. like some shit's about to go down, isn't it? Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to see if Sam notices. Uh, she totally does. She turns okay. her head and she says, look, it's, it's Cindy and Gimli. And like Sam waves back to Cindy and smiles. Yeah, Schmidt lets out like a, a hey. And then like when he's sure, sure uh, Sam isn't looking at her, he just lets out a, like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> that we can't hear through the glass, but, but yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you could like see his face. Uh, yeah. Let me see if I do. Hold on. I do. Yes, very much so. I got an eleven. On do you the... like do you like save? No, I, I just like did a D? dice. I did a d twenty. I didn't even add anything to it. For what? What were you? Doing? I this to needs see to be if an we notice. Yeah, right? yeah. oh. No, 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 no. To see up. if we notice Schmidt being like, no, cut it out. <laughs> Can we do like an opposed check? So like my intimidation versus their sure. perception. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Uh, I mean, I already have my roll, so my perception was a twenty-two. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, without a shadow well. of it. I crit the intimidation. So. Ooh, natural twenty. I, I think they're on a date. I think we should leave them alone. No oh, shit. I mean, that's what I was thinking, but uh, <laughs> I was thinking that general, but he decided to sneer at us. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, in Mister Mimosas, Archie smacks Elodie on the back, and he seems like he's telling a story. He says, "And I told Shelly that if she doesn't get that spiel out of my office, I'm gonna kill all her right off the ship." Right off the poop deck. And Maxie interjects and he says, I don't think you ever said that, Archie. He says, nonsense. Shelly and I always had that kind of rapport, if you know what I'm talking about. And he's is like hitting Elodie maybe a little too hard <laughs> as he's telling no. <laughs> this story. Do you do you have anything? What would you say if someone was telling you a story like that? And you were Elodie and you were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably just still laughing. Probably wincing from being attacked by uh-huh. this large man. Uh, but mostly laughing. Okay. And any any thoughts or flavor on what Cabbage might be doing in this moment? Cabbage Cabbage is probably uh, chilling. Uh, she's, I think I said last time, she's probably like chilling with the mimes. Mm-hmm. Like checking out their how they're making the mimosas. Yeah, that's probably what she's doing. Okay. Have, uh, have Cabbage roll a little charisma check for vibing with her fellow fairy friends. Seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah, she's like communicating in a fairy way to a mime worker that uh, seems a little busy, but he enjoys the conversation regardless. And uh, he kind of is doing funny mime things with his hands as he speaks to Cabbage. And when it seems like and the Cabbage makes some Cabbage sounds like whatever kind of mystical fairy sounds Cabbage makes, I'm not quite sure. And then mimics the little mime hand pattern that the Mr. Mime is doing and he just kind of shakes his head and continues to squeeze some oranges as these mimes are doing so. Archie, as he was telling the story and smacking Elodie, he he squints his eyes and he looks at the other corner of the restaurant 
and he grabs a pair of tiny binoculars from inside his deep v-neck and he puts them up to his face and he says uh does is that is that the boy schmidt from the other day and 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 symmetra yeah yeah that that woman we we spoke to her before maxie didn't we and Maxie says, oh, well, yeah, I, I believe you're correct. He says, we got to go say hi. And he immediately jumps out of his seat and rushes over to the table that uh, Schmidt and Sam are at. And Maxie just kind of stands up and walks very slowly across the restaurant. Um, Archie actually rolling almost knocks over a mime who is carrying uh, mimosas to a table of different patrons as he charges forward and he sticks out his large muscular hand to both Sam and Schmidt. And he says, remember me? I'm, I'm Archie Archibald. You know, that guy that you talked to the other day and you know, the, the, the team aqua business, you know, the, the, all that stuff's in the past, but it's so good to see you again. What are you all up to? And he's, uh, he's, his breath smells like champagne. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he says, uh, what's that boy? I couldn't hear you, son. And he's like shouting like right in your face. He like, as the, the hand is like offered to him, Schmidt like pinches like a finger and like starts to shake it like that. <laughs> like a princess? <laughs> it, it's just like the, you know, like he doesn't want to shake the whole hand. So he's oh. like just pinching one of uh, Archie's fingers and just like shaking the hand up and down. Yeah. One of Archie's fingers is about the size of two of Schmidt's anyways. So it all, probably yeah, it works out. So. And he kind of nods and acknowledges that that's where Schmidt's at. He says, all right. And he uh, reaches for a handshake from Sam and and she gives him a, a full one. But he probably like yanks her shoulder a little bit too hard. And and he says, you guys got the window seat. I always like this one. I mean, I always like being really close to the mimes because it's where the booze is at. But like, I also want to be right up front. We can people watch out here and look. And then he looks outside and he sees the other friends that are just kind of standing and watching and have not come inside. And he says, wait a second. I thought you were all together. Why, why, are, they, why are they coming in? Come on. And he's like gesturing with his giant hand. He's swinging it over his shoulder, like trying to get uh, your two friends to come inside because he is clearly oblivious that Schmidt was trying to get some private time. Sam is laughing. She's She thinks it's silly. Cindy and Gimli, you see, who is unmistakably Archie from the day before, beckoning you to enter Mr. Mimosas. Do you do so? Absolutely. Yes. Elodie, do you chase down Archie and say hi to Schmidt and Sam, or are you going to keep Maxie company while he kind of lingers behind? Um, I'll probably linger with Maxie at this point. Okay, yeah. Maxie got up to, like, follow Archie, but then when he saw he almost knocked a mime over, he kind of turned back around, and he occupied Archie's seat that he left behind that was next to you, so now he's sitting next to you, and he says, I'm I'm so sorry for his behavior. Sometimes, you know, I have a lot of fun, but it, it can get a little out of control. No, great a good time you know mimosas is awesome he says at least the jokes are funny and he takes a sip of his uh mr mimosa awkwardly he has he's been nursing a single one this whole time based on the evaluation that we made at the end of your gym session you've had a couple but you have no food in your system uh just a note for the next several minutes hours of playtime um because you are you rolled a natural one on your con save. You are essentially poisoned because you have consumed alcohol. <laughs> so um, while you will not experience damage over time, your all of your checks and anything you do is at disadvantage for the time being, just as a awesome. Heads up. This cool. is great. Cindy and Gimli enter. Where do they go? Uh, can we try to like get Archie back towards the bar so Sam and Schmidt can still have like a semblance of? Yeah. Try to try to see this out the window by this point. <laughs> Yeah, you can absolutely attempt to, to 
to do that if you since you recognize from Schmidt's glare before that that is absolutely something you may do. Archie, where's where's Maxi at? Did you bring Maxi here? Um, or say hi to him. <laughs> Archie turns to Gimli and his eyes turn to stars as he's like, right. The man of my life. Where is he? And he like gets all excited. And he spins his arms around. Yeah, yeah let's go to um, him. Let's go. Let's go find him. He almost smacks right into Sam's face as he stands up and sp- spins around. But he does not. Um, and he pulls out his tiny binoculars again and he surveys the restaurant. And then he uh, finds um, Maxi sitting next to Elodie and he points. He says, there he is. And he just kind of charges forward, ignoring anyone who may be in his path. Do you follow? Uh, yes, yes. And I give Schmidt a thumbs up as I walk. I, I was going to say, Cindy does the same thing. <laughs> okay, perfect. So group thumbs up goes Schmidt's way. He he gives like a, like a, like a, like a what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, like a, like a cringy smile. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like a, I know it's just like, He's actively cringing, and then he also, like, throws a thumbs up back. Yeah, you do that, and as Archie charges over, you notice that Maxie's there as well, and Maxie seems a lot more uh, under control. So once again, Schmidt and Sam have some privacy. Before I rope in the other three into any sort of conversation, I would like to know, is there anything you want to talk to Sam about? I know we got a little bit of that before, but is there any kind of questions you want to ask? And if there is, I want you to consider that we can, because of distance, I'm happy to deafen or remove the other party members for these private personal questions. Uh, it could just be something you think about, too, while the other role playing's happening, and you can just kind of cut me off and say that you want that to happen. Hold on, and then I'll get back to you. Okay, yeah. Archie runs over and immediately bear hugs Maxie and lifts him out of his seat. And he says, there he is. And Maxi says, you were gone for less than 30 seconds. Um, and he's just kind of he he can't help but smile a little bit because this is exactly what he signed up for is this kind of affection. Elodie, actually roll a disadvantage perception. Got it. I got a nine. A nine. You notice Gimli come up. You don't notice Cindy, even though she's right there. Uh, but you okay. see that some party members have returned to you. Archie puts Maxi down. And gonna, yeah, good. I'd be like, oh my god, Gimli, what are you doing here? Gimli. But that's the same thing to you. <laughs> What's going on? Just having my Moses. Yeah, I can see time. that. Yeah, you don't have to roll anything. Elodie is clearly pretty drunk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Reasonable <laughs> for like reasonable for like one a.m. going to bed after a night in, out on the town. A little excessive for like noon at a brunch place. <laughs> yeah she's she's kind of but you know she's having a good time that's what matters archie puts maxi down and he looks at the three of you and he says i understood you were going to challenge the gym that moved here how did that go for all of you i was very great amazing Uh (laughs) Uh, how many mimosas have you had (laughs) a few not a crime oh yes of course (laughs) uh archie heard like the answer to Maxie's question, and he only cared about what Elodie said. Uh, he said, amazing, what happened? You gotta tell me all about it. I'm so excited. I love battles. Ah! Well, uh, Cabbage was awesome. She's an Alcremi now, and she did so well, and I'm so proud of her. Um, <clears throat> and um, and Grape Juice, too. She's she's a ground type now, so she she did really well against all the electric types, and, and even Key Lime. Uh, did a good job. I'm just so proud of all of them and that we won. And I I have two badges now. And yeah. Archie Three. Archie Three puts badges. Oh, that's perfect that you made that mistake. <laughs> um, 
Archie puts his giant hands on either side of your face and he gets really close to your left cheek and he says, is grape juice a marsh stomp? Yes. I love marsh stomp. And he gives you a little peck on the cheek and he pulls away. (laughs) This man is everything. Um, He has to be protected. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Maxi being the reasonable type, uh, cerebral type, wanting to actually have a a good conversation that doesn't get completely distracted by marsh stomps, um, asks the the three of you, well, now that you've beaten the gym successfully, congratulations, by the way, what do you intend to do next? Uh, Well, we originally set out here to um, go to Media Falls. So I think we're going to start making our way out there pretty soon as long as we can get Elodie and all sorted <laughs> at some point. Archie says, what do you mean she's doing great? And gives her another hearty slap on the back. Yes, great in the head for sure. But uh, the fine motor skills might be lacking. Elodie, do you need food? Uh, yeah, I, I brought, I'm pretty hungry. We, we yeah. should probably eat something. I love food. They- <laughs> <laughs> I love food. That's just the summary of Elodie, dude. That's just like... Food is so good. (laughs) Name your character three words. Yeah. I love food. It's so good. What do do they serve aside from mimosas? Um, It's kind of your classic brunch fare. Um, They've got like sweet breakfast. They got savory breakfast. They got sandwiches. Want the Oreo Blast pancakes? (laughs) They do have sweet pancakes. I'm not sure if they'd be... Oreos. (laughs) Oreos. <laughs> They're Oricorios. They're like little cookies that have Oreo that have like little bird shapes. Uh, yes. They're they're chocolate sandwich cookies. Absolutely. Cindy's in. You're ordering a round of of Oricorio pancakes. At least for Cindy's ordering them for herself. Self, not a round, <laughs> just okay. for herself. Cool. <laughs> I love it's just like. Do you need food? Okay, I'm gonna get something for me. <laughs> yeah. Also a Cindy move right there. <laughs> Good order some. I'm gonna get these pancakes. What <laughs> a teenager move, honestly. Archie says, Well, Meteor Falls is pretty close, so it's a bit of a treacherous journey. I, you you might want to go ahead of time. I mean, that's that's up to you all. It depends on how good of hikers you are. I mean, I know I'm pretty good. I do worry about the others sometimes though. I'm such a good hiker. Is Cindy drunk? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she's just naive. It's fine. The pancakes come, and uh, Archie gets a little invested in trying to have some semblance of a reasonable conversation. And he says, yeah, there, there's something, there's a big thing happening soon. Uh, it's, it's because, and he thinks for a bit, and he points to the ceiling, he says, it's because there's this once every hundred years meteor shower that's happening tomorrow. That's what oh. it is. That's so cool. He says, yep. I know, it's so pretty. You, you're going to have to see it. I mean, that's why you're here, right? Right. Definitely. Absolutely. He says, oh, I'm going to go up on the roof, Maxi, and I'm going to get, I'm going to go in, in, in my special cabinet and get the bottles I've been saving up, and I'm going to go up on the roof and grab a blanket and, and get, get Chompy out, and we're just going to watch the stars fall. And Maxi laughs and he says oh, that actually does sound quite pleasant i will gladly join you on that the oreo pancakes arrive or oreo pancakes the the mime comes up and kind of scans around is trying to figure out who to hand them to he doesn't know who they're for there's yeah. five of you the pancakes 
Yes. Yeah, the pancake. Yes. The mime sees Cindy's reaction and understands and answers the, the plate of pancakes. They are stacked four high, and there's a little uh, Oricorio cookie uh, right on the top. And there are little Oricorio bits all over. Not Oricorio IO, <laughs> Oricorio EO. Let's be clear. This is a, a, a vegetarian uh, dish. You may eat it, I suppose, <laughs> if you wish. You don't have to make any rules for that, but I'm assuming you do. I'll, I'll start eating it. And I'm like, uh, Elodie, Elodie, you got You got to try this. Yeah, do you want you want something to eat? I'll order something real quick. <laughs> Definitely need to get something in your stomach. I try to give Elodie a bite of my my pancakes. Okay. I'm definitely eating those pancakes. Okay. <laughs> um, probably start crying as soon as I do. <laughs> All right. We're, we're going to get another stack of this pancakes for Elodie. You guys have like a farmer's breakfast. I definitely need something filling um, in our training this morning. The mime gives a, gives a big nod and he kind of gives you a little big mime hand thumbs up and he, he runs back to the kitchen and he is doing some mime sign language to a mime who is working in the kitchen. You've only seen one human worker here and uh, oh, it, uh, and it is, seems to be an individual who is like giving checks to people. It seems like all of the food service is being done by mimes. Very impressive. Doing such a good job. No need to you know let time pass unless you all want to ask questions to Archie or Maxie potentially. Is there anything you want to bring up to them now that you're in a more casual environment, not in their home? Do you have any burning questions? You can, you can, you may say no. I just want to ask because I don't want to dominate this RP space. If any of you have any ideas at all of things you want to be doing at the moment, please let me know. Mm. I mean, I'm just looking to eat, so. Okay. Yeah, I think Cindy's traumatized enough. She doesn't want to pry. Understood. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, the breakfast comes. It's for Gimli. It's your classic, like, eggs and meat and toast kind of thing. It's just, it's it's great. It's classic. And it's pretty dang good. The food here is very serviceable. Uh, definitely at least 7 out of 10. Uh, the, the mimosas are the specialty, but the food is not bad at all. Um, uh, con check for Elodie at disadvantage still. Got you. When you roll a natural 20, but you are at disadvantage. True. Uh, 13. Just roll a second natural 20. Yeah, oh, easy. True. Easy. Just on that. The overbearing sweetness of the pancakes does not make Ellie sick, which is very good. Uh, Let's go. And might <laughs> be helping her condition a little bit. They are generally much sweeter than like what Ellie professional sweets baker would prepare. Um, they're a little over the top because like there's syrup and cookies, like it's a lot. But she she is drunk and it's great, so she cannot complain. It's great for Cindy because Cindy is a child, so she loves how sweet it is. You enjoying your brunch? Archie keeps telling stories about his time out on the sea experiences with his, his co-workers you've, you've identified two names that he keeps bringing up apparently these are his best friends they are shelly and matthew he always he often finds himself saying matt and then he corrects himself he says no excuse me matthew he wants to make it very clear that he ha he's clearly having a hard time remembering to uh call him by that name maxi doesn't get a chance to really say much in this conversation but he is kind of he's smiling he, he enjoys the company but uh archie's just kind of talking a lot about being out in the sea, uh, his Pokemon friends. He loves the Sharpedo. He loves the little Carvana that he has back at home. And he is glad that he lives somewhere that is pretty close to the ocean. After some time, y'all uh, finish your meals. And Maxi looks maybe like a little bit antsy. Maxi kind of taps Archie on the shoulder and he says, I, I, I feel like we should check it on Edward. He likes to get outside and get his head stuck in the fence as usual. We should probably we should probably go go take care of him. 
And Archie says, Edward's so resilient, he'll be fine. You don't need to worry about him. Besides, he's got his Carvana buddy to help him out. And Maxie says, mm, I don't know. I'd much rather go and take a, look, take a look at him, make sure he's doing okay. And Archie says, oh, you, when you look at me like that, I just can't say no. And he says, all right, let's go in a, like a very cavalier voice. And uh, he starts rushing out the door to go check on Edward. And Maxie says, uh, 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 oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, and he leaves 50 Poké Dollars uh, on the counter where you're all sitting. And he says, I'm so sorry, but I, he gets unstoppable like this. So I'm going to chase him down. Uh, uh, have a good day. Have fun at Meteor Falls. And he runs after uh, Archie out the door. The food comes. You all enjoy it. Um, does anyone besides Elodie have any uh, libations? I'm going to take that as a no. Um, well, Cindy's not allowed. That's true. I mean, yeah, you're not. I was going to say, like, you know, this is D&D. You can try and finagle something if you really want to, but... Well, I was gonna, if Archie was still around, ask Archie, who was drunk, to give me a drink. Oh, he so he was. Went. He so was. That's too bad that, the, that you didn't bring that up. Yeah. Maybe next time. That's fine. Cindy should absolutely not have a drink. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I think it would be fun. <laughs> is Elodie right. gonna order Cindy a drink? <laughs> is she? I don't no, know. no, I don't think she would. Yeah, I don't think so. Just a reminder that alcohol is flammable. Yeah, true. Look, it is. Let's go. Orange juice is not so 50 50 is not too bad. Yeah, it's probably a bit diluted. Yeah. I don't think you can light the most. And like champagne fire. itself is not super high proof, anyways. But in general, yeah. yes. The bill comes. The total for the three of you at the counter where Archie and Maxie were sitting and your meals comes out to. Good old 88 Pokey dollars. Maxi left 50, which is more than what he and Archie consumed. But you are welcome to use that as you wish. I'll just put down the other 50 for you guys. Okay. You're going to include the tip for the mimes? Yes. That, that's including the tip. Yeah. Right. To like, well, 100 total. Yeah. Perfect. It is paid. Very good. Elodie is working on her last drink. A server checks in on Schmidt and Sam. A human server. And they say, everything going okay? Do you want more to drink? Uh, I think last session Schmidt had switched to water because he saw something that he thought was weird. That's correct. Uh, so yeah, Schmidt's like, no, 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 I'm fine. Okay, and I'll just finish whatever. I forgot what food he ordered. Uh, I don't think he did order food. Okay. And Sam reading the environment, she says, "No, I'm good." And yeah, she's she's just having water at the moment as well. What is next for the party? Uh, we all sit and fan girl from the bar. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this is about to say to Sam, it's like Schmidt turns and is like, I'm sorry, they kind of crashed our fun. Sam says, no, I don't mind. And I mean, it makes sense. You all finish your gym challenges, right? So makes sense. She says, that reminds me, if if we want to get to Meteor Falls in time, we should probably get going. It's it's a bit of a dangerous path. I think I think getting out there a day ahead would be a good call for us. But of course, that's up to you. Uh, Yeah, that'd probably be a good call. I guess I'll go rally the troops. Yeah, she doesn't say anything. Then Schmidt gets up and starts to walk over there cool you do that um does the party have any sort of like reaction to your arrival that isn't genuine i'm curious in fact i don't know if though elodie did see you i think i guess i'm asking does the party have any thing they any way they react to schmidt arriving it was your date yeah, it was your date we gotta go. <laughs> oh okay sorry that was a we gotta go in there right that's what i heard yes okay. mm-hmm. does the party heed the call are they not done with Elodie and her mimosas. 
<laughs> That's the Be better question, isn't it? <laughs> Get Elodie, carries Elodie out of here. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Elodie might be able to walk. I mean, does she want to try? <laughs> might. Okay. It, it's it, able to walk. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not too hard. How how plastered was she? <laughs> she rolled a one on her con save. She's she she's yeah. she's bad. She's doing bad. Down bad horrendous. Yeah, seriously. It'll be really Please. bad trying to hike up a mountain. She'll be fine. It's fine. It's okay. Everything is fine. It's an easy check, but yes, you do have to roll to walk. All right, all right. Disadvantage. Yes. <laughs> I've rolled a fifteen. I don't know what this is for. That like, is sufficient. Um Okay, cool. Yeah, Elodie, of course, a little stumbly, but she's able to stand and walk. And granted that the terrain is normal, she will not trip. She's she's doing okay. It seems like Sam is adjusting some papers out of her bag over at the table. And she's doing so kind of hurriedly because she sees you're all about to leave. And she puts something on the table and she gets up and she goes to join you all. She says, hi, everyone. I hope your uh, gym challenges went well. Yes. 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 <laughs> she says, "Great, so affirmative." Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. <laughs> A mime in the back says, "Yes." No. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. Not true. An Archie, like a million miles down the road, goes, "Yes." He probably does, honestly. <laughs> yes. So the five of you stand in a little huddle at the end of the restaurant that's closest to the mimosa bar. What's What's next for you? Uh, do we have our shit on us or do we need to get our shit from the bed and breakfast? If I mean, as for a time save, you're more than welcome to just have it on you. Like either way, we're not going to RP grab in your belongings from the bed and breakfast. Right. Okay. You have your things about you. If you want to change your party members or something, that's a different story. But Uh, no, I'm good. Um, Yeah, let's roll. Excellent. You, Absolutely. you exit Mr. Mimosas, and I'm going to verify that the intention is to head westward towards Route 114. Is that correct? See. Okay, you do so. Yeah. The, the party's marching along. It's about 1 p.m., uh, it's a little breezy. You're as you walk, you find forests to your north and south. There are tall uh, mountains that are to the north that seem very rocky and kind of scattered and littered with little indentations on them. Uh, you find yourself moving through more farmland. This seems to be different crop than the experience gourds with Gretel on the route prior to Fall Arbor. But it seems like this is good territory for farming, obviously because of the volcanic soil from Mount Chimney that is now pretty much directly to your south. Uh, there's a straight walking path that goes through the middle of the farm. It's not like you're intruding. That just happens to be how it is built. There's a couple of homes that are scattered against the foot of the mountain. Uh, it's a pretty, it's an overcast day, but it still feels kind of bright. It's one of those bright overcasts. It's a little windy. As you march forward, you hear the sound of running water uh, you have found yourself on route 114 uh, it is a mountain path and to your south you can see uh, a very tall kind of ominous looking mountain there seems to be a series of cave sim- cave systems you can see little holes in the sides that pokemon or people have burrowed and there are large craters that you can see from a distance um, there is a bridge in front of you that crosses a running river there are fishermen that are standing 
on the bridge. They're doing some fishing. And among these fishermen is a group of three familiar-ish looking people. Who might they be? It's too far away to tell. Will you investigate? Shiny gang, shiny gang, shiny gang. Perhaps. That's such a read. (laughs) I really hope it is, because that's such a read. (laughs) Okay. Uh, do Do we go on the bridge and trust Cindy's instincts? Yes. Okay. You walk over, you walk past... And it brings up the rear. <laughs> bringing up the rear, fair. You walk past, there's a couple different guys. They're in, wearing, like, red and white clothing, and they're sitting on little stools, and they have fishing rods, and they're just kind of and eagerly looking into the water. And as you approach this three, this group of three perhaps familiar people, you see none other than Chris, Josh, and Raven. It is the Shiny Gang. Let's go! Uh, yes. They are joined by Donut... The previously known Bulbasaur, now an Ivysaur. Um, Donut notices you first, and he goes, and he throws his vines up in the air, and there are donuts on the vines, and he offers them to you immediately. Do you receive a donut? Absolutely. Absolutely. No. (laughs) The synergy on the party, dude. That's crazy. It's bad for Schmidt's complexion. Like the cookies from episode one. (laughs) True, true, true. As Donut makes the commotion and hands uh, Donut, Donuts to the ladies, um, Chris, Josh, and Raven turn around and they say, "Whoa, it's the Quacko Paco! Hey guys, good to see you. How's it going?" Hey, Story gang, how's it going? Chris We're says, "So good." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris says, "That good, huh? Wow, yeah, it's good to see you. We we saw the news of what happened in Lava Ridge. You guys are heroes. We 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 saw your faces and we were like, we know them, we know them." Uh, Josh says, "Yeah, that was." That was really impressive. I don't even know how you end up in that sort of situation, but you're all clearly very strong trainers. Yes, it was totally by happenstance and not a fault at all. Yep. <laughs> it was completely <laughs> random. Yep. It, would, it just happens sometimes. It's crazy. That's, that's, that's never it's happened right, to you before? I feel like that's a, that's, a, that's a pretty common occurrence. That's not the unison that of the party dirt. here, dude, is like insane <laughs> that you're all like, mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, and because you're all doing the same thing, they're definitely rolling inside on that. um they roll pretty poorly so they're like wow yeah you know like yeah you would never how how could you even cause something like that to happen that's wild that's insane right absolutely yeah yeah they totally didn't (laughs) they totally believed you Uh, that's crazy uh raven says the last time we saw you we were looking for a specific shiny but we just couldn't find it were you able to find it the silver fox oh no Elodie starts crying. Turns out, guys, she's not shiny. She's just old. Uh, are you sure you're not drunk? She's not shiny. She's just old. I stand by that. Yeah, that's fine. I feel like that's something Cindy would. It's like, how else do you describe Zoe? Like, we know what it is. We know who. I feel like she wasn't shiny. She was old. So, like, we're like, yeah, I guess we did find her. Huh? You're just gonna. Yeah. Very about it. She died in front of you. Yep. That's why she didn't go into detail. She's just she wasn't shiny. She's just old. Great. Cindy we buried her. Do you say that? Key. Oh my god. Oh my god. Cindy. <laughs> just, did you say that? Does she? Uh, That's your decision. I'm sorry. We were at a bar earlier, and I think she she slipped a little bit while we weren't looking. I, she I might have, honestly. <laughs> Uh, I need to know for the sake of the plot, do you say that? Guys, should I? <laughs> should, should you say that? 
Yes, tell it we buried her. <laughs> this is your decision to make. I, yeah, I think I'll we'll leave I, it I, at she wasn't shiny, she's just old. Okay. We'll, we'll leave it at that. That and is, if they cry, we'll explain details if needed. That is a reasonable RP decision. Yeah, Chris kind of looks at you quizzically and he says, What? And Josh says, Oh, so you, you did find her? Uh, I thought she was a myth. Raven says, No, I told you, she's real. Yeah, she's real. Chris is kind of taken aback. He says, that's insane. We we spent so long looking and uh, we did find that shiny mudkip. But by the way, how how's that little guy doing? Oh, grape juice. I'm going to take out grape juice. I'm assuming Elodie stops crying at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just stops crying. Grape yeah. juice. Just snap. <laughs> 180. Yeah. Um, grape juice appears. Grape juice looks as great as ever as always nice and hearty just helped earn a gym badge um and the shiny gang all kind of bunch up and they like say wow it evolved and they are all very excited and and raven says it's that's awesome it, it kept its color when it evolved that's so cool and marsh Tomp is enjoying the attention chris says well if the silver fox is real we'll have to go back and see if we can find them because apparently you did but uh anyways we're happy <laughs> we ran into you we're here for a couple reasons uh for one we heard a theory that uh fishermen tend to get lots of shinies because they always fish in the same spot and that there might there might be have something Ooh. to do with with finding shiny pokemon so we're very interested so we went to one of the most iconic fishing spots on route 114 here this is a very popular river uh josh says additionally there's a rumor that on nights of meteor showers, more shiny Pokemon appear. And furthermore, there's a waterfall here. And there's rumors about dragons living inside the waterfall. So we're trying to find a shiny dragon. So we're trying to get advice from these fishermen. And we got our own rods. And they all kind of like point at their sides. And it's true. They have, they have some fishing rods. And they say, I, I can't help but, but say, Elodie, with, with your shiny luck, I really want to see you hook a Pokemon. We've got to see what it is. W w do you want to do that for us? Heck yeah. <laughs> oh, um, boy. Elodie, do you, do you know what a fish I, I could show you. Do you know how to do this? Can we, <laughs> we position someone next to Elodie so she doesn't fall in? Yeah, I'll be right next. I, I, I used to do this with my boy. I can help you. Like. <laughs> Yeah, this, back in the day. this bridge is, does not have any OSHA safety. It is just like a log bridge. There's no railings right. or anything. They hand Elodie a rod. It has a little bait on it with a Pokeball. And Raven says, we have more if everyone wants to give it a shot. We don't have a lot of bait, but we have enough for each of you to give it one go. Absolutely. Cool. I'm from Conalab. I've done a lot of fishing. <laughs> Great. Uh, does Schmidt do it as well? Oh, no, probably not. He's going to watch? Yeah. That's a the the city boy. Golden rod is golden rod. <laughs> I was gonna say it's technically on a coast, but it I don't think Schmidt would have participated. But it's very uh, metropolis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. I don't think he would have either. Um, Sam takes the opportunity to give it a go herself because she thinks, "Why not? Sounds like fun." And shiny Pokemon are interesting. So, okay. <laughs> hmm? if Sam does it, then Schmidt like kind of like. Stand next, stands next to her and like encourages her own. Okay, that's so cute. Ship oh. it so hard. <laughs> Great, everyone, give me two d twenty rolls. You do need to say them out loud because I want the listeners to know. But also maybe plop 16, them in voice text. Thirteen. I got two elevens. Okay. Fourteen, twelve. 
Am I rolling as well? Or? Uh, Sam is, I guess. Unless you want to, just because. Oh, do you want to roll for 11, 11? 17, 12. Good year. Good rolls, team. 17, 12 was a good yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 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 17, 12. Now I want to know. Great. Cindy's line goes out. She casts it. Because of this raging river, it seems like there's probably a lot of life in it. Probably a lot of water type Pokemon. And the fishermen seem to be doing well that are on this bridge. So. After not much time passes, probably about one minute, Cindy gets a bite. She needs to make a deck save to reel it in. Oh, no! That's a four. A four? Cindy pulls and tugs, and she, she spins the reel, and uh, right as whatever she's caught is about to break the water, the hook breaks loose, and it swims away. Tragedy. Elodie's up. That, I was going to say, does that not count as a survivability skill for advantage? Not advantage. You would get your proficient. Uh -huh. Oh, you have expertise. Pioneer. How, uh, advantage on skill checks having to do with survivability. It's not. Sur I guess fishing is survival. It's huh? fishing. It is. Right? It is. It is. Uh, yeah. Roll advantage. You get to roll again. Oh, please. You've convinced me. It's a 10. It's a 10? <laughs> it's a 10. Okay. All things considered, uh, as right as the hook is about to slip, it stays in and Cindy reels up a jellyfish Pokemon. It is blue. It has little tentacles on the front and it has red orbs of, of jelly in its head. And it looks angry at Cindy. No. What does Cindy do? Oh, no. <laughs> what does Cindy always do? <laughs> I don't want to kill a fire. Hello, kitty. There is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kitty is on fire. <laughs> 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 even though Cindy is like disgusted by this thing, because even though it's like not a bug, it's still very something Cindy doesn't not a fan of. Uh -huh. She's like trying to pretend that she's a fan. It's like, hey, buddy, how's it going? It is not. Well, roll charisma. Roll charisma. I got it. Handling's a plus three, so that is a sixteen. Sixteen. Tentacle changes its. Uh, face from i'm going to kill you to please return me to the water <laughs> he's not shiny he's just normal his orbs are red and the shiny game do not seem particularly impressed all right like cool have fun bye-bye and i just like cool bye-bye let him go ten of cool bye-bye okay <laughs> uh you do that he splashes into the water and then you can see him kind of move like the way that a jellyfish does very undulantly back to the point into the depths where you cannot see that tentacle anymore. Elodie, using those two rules, has generated a catch on her line. However, she's a little tipsy. Uh, yeah. She has to make a disadvantaged dexterity check to reel it in. Um. <laughs> mm, yeah, one of them was a nat one, so... Uh... Okay, yeah. Elodie, on her line, she realizes, I got one! And she starts to pull on it, and it pulls back. And it pulls her off the bridge. I will allow <laughs> each party member one reaction to try and catch her if they so wish. I'm doing it. Okay. Uh, what do I do? I add anything to it? Strength or dex? Yeah. Uh, that would be a 19 on strength. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah. Ghibli, Ghibli was prepared for this. His dad instincts kick in and he manages to grab Elodie. Uh, before she gets pulled in, I do need Ellie to make one more disadvantage dex check. Got you. 
helped you slip out of my hands. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Yo, it was a six and a nine. Let's go. Uh, nine. <laughs> no, it'd be six though, right? Uh, yeah, but my dex, my dex is plus three. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, um, yeah. Elodie almost drops the rod she was loaned, but she does not. Um, and it is still pulling. So there's potential for uh, Gimli to kind of take over this. He has one hand on Elodie's leg, and he has one hand on the rod that he was holding. What what does Gimli do in this situation? Elodie is being pulled by something strong. Yeah, someone take my rod. I gotta lift her up. It's rough. <laughs> okay. Uh, any volunteers? I'll grab the rod. Since I'm done, I can hand mine back to the, the shiny guys. Great. And hold Gimli's rod. Okay, you do that. Gimli is now reeling in a fish from the rod that Elodie is holding as she was thrown off the bridge. So make a <laughs> make a strength check for that. Yeah. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. You yank Elodie back to the bridge and coming out of the water uh, connected to the other end of the rod, you see a fairly large, fairly noodle-like Pokemon. Um, it has a stupid little blue face, and it's got like little whiskers on it, and it splashes back into the water. It's trying to swim away, but it's still hooked. However, Elodie is safely on the bridge, and you can potentially take the rod from her if you wish. You want me to reel this in? <laughs> it's, uh, it's your pawn, Elodie. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to reel it in. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, great. Uh, I'll take care of it. <laughs> One more, one more dice roll for you. Mm -hmm. It's gonna add your decks. I know it's not high. But... Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. That is going to be sufficient. Um, Gimli pulls on the line and he spins the reel and he pulls up again like a little loach kind of Pokemon. It's squirming and it is. It looks like it's pretty big for its species. You don't have a good gauge. I mean, you, you've probably seen these in Sinnoh. Uh, you could probably roll for it because they're a native to Sinnoh. It's a barboach. What more do you want? Um, it's a little barboach. Um, the shiny gang does not particularly react to it. Um, it seems frustrated. Uh, it has. It's powerful. It's large and powerful. All right, little guy. It's just kind of squirming uh, and making flopping sounds as it does so. Well, buddy, you could go back or you could get in the ball. Your choice. <laughs> it's. Uh, eh, eh, you can roll for that. A charisma or Pokemon handling. See the reaction. Uh, charisma was a twenty-one. Great. Barboach is not opposed to the idea of getting in the ball. It likes Gimli's authority. It was not fond of Elodie's weakness, but being held on the on the line by Gimli, it's it's it seems appeased. I'm like a big and strong friend. No worries. Is a permeable. <laughs> Great. Uh, he smacks it with his lochi body, and because he's been thoroughly convinced, you caught a barboach. Congratulations. Noodle. A noodle for sure. Pokeball wiggle wiggle. I'm not sure who you have on you. Uh, I will send the barboach back for right now. Okay, very good. We'll just go to Sam's here with Schmidt. I will roll the dex check for Sam, but I'm going to use the encounter generation that Schmidt got. Okay, she passes. She's pulling on the line. She has a hook. It's coming up. She's she's yanking on it. Something's going to pop out of the water. What's it going to be? Whatever it is, it's incredibly round. It's incredibly blue. She yanks it onto the wood bridge and it rolls around a bit and then it flops and it stares at her in a very cute way. It is a very spherical feel and it is oh. looking at her with like pleaty little eyes and she says, oh, that thing's pretty cute. Yeah. You want to catch it? She says, that, I don't know. Frostbite's a bit of a handful. I'm not sure if I could if, if I could raise something like that. 
Uh, it's just kind of flopping around. It doesn't even mind that it has a hook in its mouth. It's just kind of looking at it. <laughs> just like bleeding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. It, it's oblivious to it, though. It's just like, oh, look, there's people. It's It doesn't oh, look... It's, oh, <laughs> it doesn't look very smart, uh, you can conclude. I think it'd be worth it. I think you should try it. She says, mm, okay. And... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll back you up. She says, all right, we'll, we'll give it a shot. And she goes into her bag and she pulls out a regular standard Pokeball and she says, here goes nothing. She rolls it. Uh, let's see what happens. It encapsulates this feel. It wiggles once and it wiggles twice. And Sfeel comes out. It was not successful. Uh, Sfeel looks up at Sam and with its little puppy dog eyes and the hook in its mouth. And it kind of sits back on its back flippers and just claps twice. And it keeps looking at Sam and she says, ah, I knew it. I knew that wouldn't work. Yeah, you usually got to weaken them first. She says, how am I supposed to weaken this thing? Just look at it. You do that or you convince them. That's all. Yeah, this is true. She says, "Uh, um, okay. Uh, Gotta make that charisma check, homie. Right. Don't be friends. That's how it goes. Friendship all the way. Cookies also work. Cookies do work. Wait, do I have cookies? That's how I got cookie. (laughs) Don't y'all have donuts? We do have donuts, right? Oh yeah, give him, give him a donut. She says, oh, "Okay, okay." Uh, blue, you called it. little blue round friend. Uh, do you, do you want to be captured by me? Is what she says. She rolls for it and she feeds the donut to the to the little seal, and uh, it's just kind of vibing. No thoughts had empty. Literally, just kind of staring at her. And she says, okay, well, we'll try that again. And she gets a regular Pokeball out of her bag, and she just kind of taps to this feel this time. It wiggles once and twice and three times, and it closes. Sam has a feel. Very cool. Yo. Hell yeah. Let's go. That's awesome. She holds up the Pokeball. She says, huh, I I did it, I I guess. She says, I I think I'm an ice trainer now. And she kind of like scratches the back of her head because she realizes she has two ice types. Oh, yeah, I guess you do have two ice types. Do you have three? She says, well, no, I, I have two. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Secret, <laughs> I, I see you. Sam might not think much of that, but I, I see what you're I see what you're doing. All right, that's one. That's one. I'll tell you that's one. <laughs> <laughs> An ice type. Cindy uh, is holding Gimli's rod from before. And yes. she gets a tug on the line that Gimli had. Uh, so she is going to roll dexterity for this last fishing encounter. 15 is still with this with advantage. Sorry. Plus dex. That is a 16. Okay. My other roll was a four. So yes. <laughs> okay. That's a fun one. That's good. Cindy clearly has a, a catch. However, um, the tug of this one is noticeably different rather than feeling like something that's like swimming away. It feels like she almost just hooked like a rock or something. Uh, does she, in fact, reel it in? Yes. Okay. She'll try. She does that. Um, there is no struggle uh, at all. She she pulls up what is clearly not a fish. She pulls up a small little bipedal-looking Pokemon. Uh, it's got two legs and two hands. It is a shade of blue in color, and it has ridges on its head, and it is clearly drowned. It clearly uh, is unconscious, and whether it is dead or alive may take some research from the party. Uh, there is 
a Pokemon that is not well that is on the end of her line. Oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna rush over to it and check if it's alive. Uh, Elodie, you are still drunk, so you roll a disadvantage. I am still drunk. Okay. Um, is this a medicine? Do you know like yes. CPR? Is that a survivability skill? Yeah, sure. I think uh, <laughs> resuscitation could be. But what does Elodie get? I rolled a flipping one again. A flipping How one. do you do that? Elodie kneels down to touch this little blue creature and she puts her hand on it and she immediately turns to the party and she says, they're dead. Because <laughs> she has no idea. Cindy starts I, I definitely crying again. Yeah. Chest compression? <laughs> okay. Chest compressions on this little dude. If there's a chest to compress. Yeah. Yeah, uh, as you turn this Pokemon over, you get a better look at it. Again, it's like bipedal. It's got stocky. It's kind of built like Larvitar. It's kind of built like Bean a little bit. Um, it has ridges, hard stone-like ridges on its head that kind of look like a mullet. And you give it chest compressions. Give me a survival check. Plus six, 18. 18. Uh, you press on its chest repeatedly for about 30 seconds or so. The shiny gain is very invested. They say, oh my gosh, this thing Okay. And they, they press on its chest and they press on its chest, or Cindy does. And uh, it coughs out some water. It goes, <laughs> and as it does so, there's a tiny little bit of like embers that come out as well. And it quickly stands up and it looks at Cindy and it just bears its mouth. And it's got two little fangs on the on its lower Ooh. part of its jaw. And it goes, and it's very, very mad at Cindy for clearly endangering it. You okay, buddy? Roll charisma. Nat 20. Wow. Let's go, baby. Yo. Yo. Okay. That's messed up. <laughs> That's messed up. Yeah. Uh, this little two foot tall little beast um, lowers its head and it begins to charge towards its threat. And then Cindy asks if this buddy's okay. And it looks up at Cindy with kind of pleading eyes and uh, just kind of sits down on its fat little butt and just looks like it's crying as it looks up at Cindy with the very, oh, very oh, kind oh, oh. question that was asked to it. It kind of came to terms that it just had a near-death experience and that this strange human might have saved it. I give him a hug. Oh. I still don't know what it is. I give him a hug. Oh. <laughs> oh. You do that. Uh, as you hold his body, you realize he is very heavy. He is two feet tall. Uh, you could not lift him if you tried. He is, uh, he's a stocky lad. I'm just hugging him. Yeah, you do that. You also confirm that his head is very hard. You might describe it as a rock head. You draw the attention of a fisherman. Turns around and he says, Oh, I've heard about this. I've never fished one up, but this is true. You, you, you see that waterfall over there? And he points over to a cliff. And he's kind of addressing everyone who's not Cindy. Um, you do, in fact, see a waterfall. Um, a waterfall. Yeah, it is there. Oh. He, he, he says, There's a story that there's this Pokemon, I've never seen it before, but there's a type of Pokemon that wishes so fervently that it could fly, that it jumps off that cliff over there, and there's all these indentations in the ground on, on at the other side of the cliff, but sometimes they get overzealous and they jump into the water, and with their tiny limbs they can't swim. I think that's what you pulled up right there. You are embracing this little Bagon, and it is crying in Cindy's arms. Bagon. It's a crying moment. Everyone's just observing the, the crying. Elodie, of course, crying again. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Elodie's bawling. Yeah. Just witness the miracle of Cindy bringing a Pokemon back to life because <laughs> that's what she believes happened. Yep, absolutely. It was dead, I swear. <laughs> it was dead. 
I checked. I know it was dead. <laughs> <laughs> I asked the Bagon if he wants to be my friend and hold out a premiere ball. Okay, no question, he does it. I'm sorry. Oh, you 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 crit okay. the charisma check and you turned a vicious dragon into a, a pleasant little little lad or lass. We haven't rolled for gender yet. Um, he taps his firm head into the ball and it feels like it's gonna break. It seems like most of his weight oh. is on his head, and he, it just there's no wiggles or anything. You just uh, you just have one. It it just happens. Congratulations. Neat. <laughs> My uh, balls do start wiggle wiggling. Yeah, though. you got to wiggle wiggle. What are you doing? Oh, wiggle wiggle. I just finally have everybody here. Larva Star is not caught yet. Uh, let me assess my party. Let's send Jack to the box. Jack, the, Jack the Tor Cat goes back. Jack the Tor Cat, yes. Jack in the box. True. Jack Jack the, box. The, box. the shiny game is very impressed. They said, "Wow, great catches!" And they're like applauding. Um, and they say, "Ah, oh, but we didn't find any shinies." I thought for sure Elodie would get one. Next time, for sure. Elodie, roll a perception. Got you. Disadvantage? Yeah, you're still drunk. Always. 24-7. Never stop, never stopping. Never stop, never stopping. problem. (laughs) Ten. Ten. I'm assuming you're on your knees because you were crying, right? Yes. Um, I am on the ground, for sure. As you... As you're facing downwards and in your drunken state, you swear for a moment that below you in the water, you see a series of sparkles and a pink shape move quickly <gasps> through the river. No. But. You can't do this to me. Who knows? No. Who knows what may, no, no, may no. live in the river? Who knows if what, <laughs> El- if what Elodie saw is actually there? Regardless, Elodie is going to gasp and excitedly point in the water and say, Shiny? We're going to be like, yeah, sure. Can we get her some like, water so she gets sober up? Uh, There's water everywhere here, Fred. Oh, no, don't drink that one. Drink the, like, the bottled water. The, the shiny game observes and they said, I'm just, I bet the legends are true. I bet there is one, but we'll just have to keep trying. Right, gang? And they all say, yeah. And Donut goes, nah, and throws donuts around. They politely ask for some rods back because you borrowed them. Do you, do you return them? Yes. Yes. Great. Um, they said, I'm assuming that you're here for this uh, Millennium Festival that's happening in uh, Draconid Village, right? And Sam wanted to come and see it. They say, yeah, it, it's a big event. I think you'll be glad that you went too. Raven says, I know I know a little bit about the Draconids. They're, they're native to Hoenn and they're usually pretty exclusionary. But uh, over the past 10 years or so, they've been inviting tourism, which is very interesting. Josh says, yeah, it seems like a real uh, change. I'm, I'm not sure what triggered it. Maybe you'll be able to find out more. Chris says, got to be careful. A lot of powerful Pokemon reside in Meteor Falls. It's a bit of a hike to get up there, so so best wishes to you. Thank you. Uh, and good luck to you guys. They say, thanks. Finding shinies is all about luck. And Chris gives you a thumbs up, and there's a twinkle in his eye as he winks at you. Thumbs up back. Great. Go get him, bud. Excellent. Uh, they pull out their stools, and they start fishing. Um, do you continue across the bridge? Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Good little uh, fishing encounter. Before you encounter the other side of the bridge, it's a pretty long one. Um, you notice that there's a riverside house. And uh, there is a woman on a ladder bounced kind of precariously. And she is painting over a symbol on the north facing side of the house that she's leaning up against. Uh, can I get 
uh, history from Cindy. The Aqua logo. Okay, yeah, you don't have to roll. Uh, someone, has, someone has vandalized this person's house, apparently, <laughs> with the Team Aqua logo, which is uh, kind of... I wonder who could have done that. Kind of interesting. Do Crazy. you Do you interact with this situation whatsoever? Uh, I don't know what to say to, like, not sound suspicious. <laughs> Cindy sounding suspicious? Never, dude. <laughs> you don't have to say anything, but... Uh, we could ask if she needs help painting her house. Um, do you do, you do so? Sure. Cynthia will go and be like, hey, do you need any help? She feels guilty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the woman you observe, she is wearing like a, a green or a, a forest green dress. And she has like gingery hair. She's wearing glasses. She has a slim build, like as if she doesn't get outside very much and her skin is very fair. And she is clearly not super balanced on this ladder. And she hears someone shouting at her and she says, Oh, hi. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. I got this taken care of. And, uh, she turns back around to finish painting over the vandalism and she starts to slip. She's going to fall out of this ladder. No. Can I hold the ladder steady? You can. Or is that not helpful? It, it might be possible. Yeah, try it. Uh, give me, give me a dex to see if you know what you're doing. Yep, totally. Wow. Oh. Can I send a bird to help? Yeah, send a bird. You probably should. <laughs> what, what, what bird do you pick? Uh, uh, I'm gonna flex on the party, and I'm gonna use my new talent flame. Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh, baby. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, Meryl Cheap screeches out of the Pokeball for the first time. None of you knew it was coming. Talonflame, the 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 new fully evolved fire flying type, um, screeches out of the ball and charges towards this mysterious woman. And blinding speed goes immediately up to her back, and then immediately just halts, holds the wings out like spoilers, and then gently uses her talons to prop this woman back on the ladder. It's very impressive. It all happened in a split second. I also woman. got an 18 for ladder, ladder stabilization. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Um, Talonflame is much faster than Cindy. That's a good out-of-context quote, I think. Cindy runs <laughs> over and tries to stabilize the ladder. She doesn't have much weight to her, but she it does help. She does help. This woman says, whoa, wow, uh, thank you, trainers. Uh, I didn't really expect that. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not good at this kind of thing. I, I just... Someone came by my house, and, and they... they vandalize it i don't know why and they put a weird symbol here i it took me like a whole week to get the strength to go to the store in fall arbor and get paint that's the same color as my house the first time i got it it wasn't the same color and oh it's just such a mess she's just rambling um she is uh clearly not super socially capable perhaps but she's still really grateful to you all for uh for helping her she says i i, I gotta take a breather after that one i thought i was gonna die and she she just, like sits down for a second at the bottom of the ladder, and she says, Whew, are, are you all from around here? Uh, we've been traveling quite far. <laughs> she says, how far? Where, where are you from? Well, uh, <laughs> we're all from all over the place, but gathered at Hoenn, kind of stuck here. <laughs> so we've been traveling around together. It's been fun. I think Her- uh, Cindy is the only local. So <laughs> I grew up at the Berry Master's house. Uh, this woman's eyes kind of light up, and she says, trainers from, from far away? Hold on. Uh, it, I never do this. Would you come inside with me for a moment? Would you? Hi, my name's Lynette. Uh, hi, uh, what's all your names? Gimli. I'm Elodie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cindy. Okay. Hi, I'm Schmidt. 
This she's, is Meryl Cheap. Uh, she sees Meryl Cheap and she says, oh, and she gives a quick little bow very awkwardly. And she's like, thank you for saving me. Does Meryl Cheap have any response to that? It's so fine. sort of like acknowledgement. Yeah. Okay. A, a classic bird acknowledgement. Bird up, you know. Yeah. Bird up. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you want some of my lads to come out and help finish painting your house? They're, they're very good at chores. <laughs> she says, oh, my goodness, that would be so helpful. Could, could they do that? What kind of Pokemon do you have? Send that lasagna. <laughs> sends out lasagna has psychic abilities picks up a bunch of paintbrushes <laughs> true does the party know about this does the well, uh, yeah, no. describe this real quick please okay, so this is so, just the flex episode yeah so i'll send lasagna out lasagna comes out is actually a crustal with a giant gemstone like prism on top of him and he actually gains psychic abilities because of it so uh yeah he has <laughs> he has just crazy mental capabilities and is super smart like kind of raising up to Probably not Alakazam levels, but definitely cadaver levels of brain power. So it's not actually stupid. <laughs> yes, this is a unique um, form of crustle that uh, is exactly as Gindley described. It has it can immediately detail it can without instruction. It can determine what's going on, why it was called out, and it immediately starts using its mind or its shell or something to manipulate the painting tools that Lynette left on the ground. Thanks, buddy. Have at it. <laughs> uh, Lynette says, wow, I didn't know crustle could look like that. It and I. <laughs> she says, "Okay, uh, everyone, come in, please. I, let, let let me do something for you." Does everyone enter her home? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, you immediately notice that uh, this is it. It's the interior design is something special. Um, there are oh, no. there are boxes everywhere that are just full of stuff, full of computer parts full of papers she has four computers in the middle of her living room that are just kind of all set up there they're connected with cables clearly something is being worked on and then um her walls are just lined with pokemon plushes just so many of them um and you can tell this is kind of like a little one bedroom house if you peek around the corner she has a bedroom and you can see a bed but the bed is entirely covered in pokemon plushes it seems like there's little like ramen cups everywhere there's a pot of coffee that's flowing over and she says sorry it's it's a little cluttered but i i wanted to i wanted you guys in here I, i got something interesting but she says first and she runs over to her kitchen sink and she gets a tall glass and she's like, oh, uh, and she rinses it out because it's got like a little bit of soda in it. And she fills it with water and she runs over to Elodie and she says, here, I think you need this. Oh, thank you. That's very kind of you. It's fresh water, but it does taste a little bit like cola because she was drinking cola out of that glass. But I'm not sure if Elodie cares. I don't think she cares. She says, I know, I know it's weird to in- invite you in like this, but I've been working on a project and I thought. The trainers from far away, this is like the perfect way to test it. So uh, let me just show you. Um, she rummages through a box and there's like cables all over the place and, and she's she's pulling them out and there's like a little spark. There's a zap and she says, oh, because it's just such a mess. It's such a tangle of cables. And she pulls out a peculiar mechanical looking gray slate that is a circular indentation. I would describe it as concave in the middle of it. And there's like a couple of buttons on the front. She says, this has been a little personal project of mine, and I've been wanting to test it for a while. Uh, Little known fact, I've been working with Bill from the Kanto region for a long time. We work on the Pokemon storage system. If you're trainers, you must use it, right? Definitely, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. She says, this is a little experimental. Uh, I know that it is entirely safe to use. I'm just not sure the consistencies of it because, well, I just I don't get out very much so what this is this is uh i call it the pokemon box link 
uh, and trainers should hypothetically be able to access their box from anywhere and be able to exchange Pokemon with it. I, I've been I've been looking for someone to test this out, but I'm just not very social, and I was hoping maybe you could do me this favor. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Sure. She says, great. Uh, I, 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 gosh, this is so great. I, I, I wish I could repay you somehow, but and I just don't. I, I, I don't have a whole lot. <laughs> She's just kind of standing there awkwardly because she's very awkward. <laughs> Me too, sister. <laughs> I get it. Queen. So we have the thing. Very cool. Are we going to try it? Yeah, they want to try it. Lynette says, I'm sure it works, but yeah, please, by all means, uh, give it a try. Um, she, she points to like a little RFID interface at the front. She says, put your trainer card there and it'll automatically link with your box. Who's doing it? I'll, I'll give it a go. Uh, okay. You put your trainer card on it, and it gives off a little beep. And uh, then a little hologram from the middle concave area shows the Pokemon in your box. It shows the first one. It shows Barboach. It shows a little hologram image of it. She says, you press that button on the left if you want to withdraw that. You press the button on the right if you want to cycle through it. Let me cycle to Lebowski. Okay, you cycle to Lebowski. It shows a little hologram of a Lolden Geodude. And she says, is that the one that you want? Yeah. She says, great. Press that green button. There's a little green button. She says, okay, now you have to put one of your Pokeballs that you want to return to swap out into the box in this little concave area. Right, I'll, you know what, I'll give, I'll give Tortle a little break. She's been hard at work. Great. You put Tortle's ball in the little area, and then after a moment it kind of vibrates, and then it disappears into cyberspace. And then reforming in its place is Lebowski's Pokeball. Seems like the transfer has been successful. Nice. Lynette kind of claps her hands anxiously and excitedly. She says, yay, I, I knew it worked. I gave it tests, but no, this is great. This is great. If you have any concerns about like your Pokemon safety, I know I, I've done this. This is the most important part of this research. Nothing bad will happen. My only concern is that depending on how adventurous you trainers are, it might not work in certain places, but that's exactly why I want you to have it. So if you ever have any issues, just, uh, you know, you, you can send me a message. Uh, if you use the box system from a computer, you can, uh, there's a little place where you can contact me and just ask a Pokemon Center attendant. And they'll help you out. And then I'll, just let me know when it doesn't work. And uh, yeah, yeah. She's really yeah, nervous definitely. and excited and um, just yeah, an interesting woman. Oh, this is very cool. Thank you. She says, thank you. And, and for painting my house. I, I wonder how that's going. <laughs> she she doesn't really know how to, like, end a conversation kind of. <laughs> I'll go check on my boy. I'm sure me he's too, on my sister. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's the me too, sister. I just <laughs> I get it. She says, oh, great. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. And uh, kind of walks back outside. I guess roll for lasagna just because it's fun and interesting. I'm curious. Uh, what type of role? Just let's do intelligence because this is like a human task and they're using their uh, intelligence to manipulate things with psychic powers. 30, 20, 30, 20. Um, lo and behold, lasagna has actually repainted the whole house. Uh, and it looks like way better than it did before. It had all sorts of like weathering damage and stuff. There were some loose tiles on the roof that have been repaired. And <laughs> Lynette is like, What? This is amazing. That only took like a minute. Um yeah, she crap rave. Crap rave, yeah. She cannot <laughs> believe it. She says, I'm gonna have to custom order a plush of this guy. And she like looks at it and she like looks like she wants to touch it, but she's scared to touch it. Oh, go ahead. He's safe. She says, uh, okay, and she reaches out her hand to, like, touch the shell, and she's very nervous, and Lasagna is looking expectantly, knowing 
lasagna can fully interpret the situation lasagna is like yeah. yes this girl is nervous and doesn't want to touch me and so he steps forward a little bit to press his uh shell into her hand and she says oh, so cool and she's just very excited so how long ago did this like graffiti situation happen she said this is kind of embarrassing but it happened about two weeks ago and uh i left it up for like a week because i was too scared to leave the house so i only just got around to it today but thanks to you i got it done really fast no shame at all it happens i was just curious he says yeah do do you know anything about that symbol i don't recognize it just no recognition of the symbol (laughs) living in Owen. yeah okay he's a shut-in yeah yeah she's a shut-in she doesn't I, I don't know that much about it, but, like, I, I know that it's, like, old. Like, older than me old. Like, it, mm, super weird. She says, oh. <laughs> it Go. must be something historical, then. Okay, that's interesting. I wonder who would put it there. <laughs> no clue. Gimli uh, with the big sigh. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Lynette looks at the party, and she awkwardly tries her best to make eye contact with all of you and she like gets really stands up straight like she's scared and she quickly waves and she says uh okay bye and she starts to run back inside so you now have a pokemon box link that should work most of the time congratulations yeah guess we can like check the connection on that every so often yeah it is the favor that she asked so nice look what you get for helping strangers as an adventuring party who would have thought crazy it is probably closer to like two or three at this point. You've been doing a little bit of adventuring. Um, it might be ideal to see how far you can get before the sun sets. Perhaps. Yeah. The route changes from the riverside, of course, provides the soil with plenty of water. So you enter a part of the route where you see some trainers training, some athletes running up and down the rocky steps of this area. And uh, there is some tall grass that you have no choice but to enter. Uh, someone, give me a roll. Um, I I'll do want to do perception. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, you know you can do it because I have something else I'm looking for anyway. So you can. Do uh, it okay, that's a wisdom. That's a plus one. Oh, that's a dirty twenty. Oh, cool. As you march forward through the tall grass, you're able to kind of like skirt around. This is clearly full of life. There's Pokemon everywhere. Um, you can see mm-hmm. up in the Rocky Mountains, Pokemon that you all recognize, little Swablu, are nesting, and it seems like they're taking a snooze. Um, as you walk up to approach the rocky steps that will get you towards Meteor Falls, not close enough, but pretty much there on the same mountain, um, you see two very peculiar Pokemon. They're staring each other down like they are in like a cowboy Midwestern standoff, and they are looking at each other with intense hatred. One of them is a Pokemon that you may in fact recognize. It quote unquote killed Cindy a few days ago. It is a purple and black serpent with long, dangerous looking red fangs and a blade on its tail. It is staring forward ahead at a bipedal, furry looking Pokemon with long, sharp claws and a scar like pattern on its body. They are both prepared to strike at any moment. They are just standing there menacingly, blocking your path. What's that lady saying? I was just quoting that he's just standing there menacingly. Oh, yes, yes. They're both doing that. Um, they don't notice you yet because they're so obsessed with each other in a bad way. What was, I was about to say? How cute. You're a kitty kitty. <laughs> I swear to God. Kitty versus mongoose. Is this something Cindy, Cindy does? fucking dies. <laughs> Probably. Okay. Cindy says the, the, the snake is the here kitty kitty. That's true. 
Cindy delivers her iconic line and it draws the attention of both of these fearsome Pokemon. The serpent lets out a very, very scary hiss, incredibly terrifying. And the bipedal mammal Pokemon turns to Cindy and growls and extends its claws from its hands in her direction. And then as they acknowledge like they do kind of a double take where they see that both of each other has turned away for a moment to intimidate a different threat. And then they immediately turn back and are head to head are just growling and hissing at each other. This conflict must be resolved somehow. Also, someone wants to make a role that wasn't the encounter role. And I'm curious as to what that was. Oh, uh, perception for nap spot check. Oh, OK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right in between Real. the two. <laughs> yeah. the perfect spot. Uh, I did. I did roll a dirty twenty on the nap spot check. You did. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you see that just beyond this pair of dueling Pokemon, there is like a little indent in the wall that leads into like a tunnel that has above it. There is tiny. Uh, you can't see it that well. In front of you, you can see a tunnel that is somehow lit through the top. Um, like there's holes in the ceiling or something, and it looks like it forms like a little nook on the inside. It looks pretty interesting, but you can't really evaluate it until you can get past these guys. Keeping an eye out for those nappy spots. <laughs> okay, so we got to deal with the situation first before I can put down the little snack. Do we have to deal with the situation? Well, we can go well, yeah. dealing with it. Also, is going around it. <laughs> so. Can't we just Cindy, leave them be? Cindy says, "Aren't you both so cute?" They really aren't. <laughs> Look at how cute and sharp they are. Neither of them are. Do you just well, sharp, sharp, yes, but <laughs> they are sharp. The, both of them are sharp. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, it's very accurate. Give me two independent charisma checks, Cindy. This is gonna be bad. One's a ten. Uh huh. <laughs> One's a five. Okay. The serpent Pokemon, the Saviper, overhears Cindy's words and is like somewhat invested in cindy whether it's a good way or a bad way yet to be determined the zangoose i'll just say it out loud because we all know the zangoose is does not care the zangoose is so focused on its enemy on its enemy that it sees an opportunity to strike as Saviper is distracted it does so it slashes at the Saviper right in this moment of weakness and the Saviper hisses and slithers away because it's been struck the zangoose kind of pats its claws together like it's brushing off its hands and it walks towards cindy and holds out an open palm with something in it do you pick up the item it is handing you absolutely it is handing you what looks like almost one of its own claws but it's like a slightly different color it's clearly not attached to it um it seems like it wants you to have it it does so and it begins to scamper into the grass behind you nice is it a quick claw i wonder uh yeah it's an item it's D. &D. it's not a magical item so you don't need to get it evaluated um this is a razor claw um a pokemon that holds it it will evolve a certain species and otherwise it um, increases your critical range by one oh so that is a useful item to have right you move forward and you can see that little indentation uh that was in in the rocky side of the mountain in the rocky cliff do you wish to investigate it gimli yeah yeah you peer inside and it's like it's true there's like a little tunnel path and it opens into a circular area and through the roof there are tiny pinholes that cause light to filter in in a very very pleasant way it is not particularly like dusty it is not particularly dank the air is nice and breathable 
it seems like this could be a pretty cool place to hang out. Perhaps this could be the location of a potential secret base, so to speak. Mm. It could be a sick nappy spot. True. Just I as... think we should get Nap Lady in. I I agree. I'm gonna leave a little Muncho snack from Muncho's snack pouch in that spot. Just right you. in the spot. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you do that. Just as a little reference, just want to throw this in there. Uh, this route in the games has like so many good secret base spots. Just want to put yeah. that out there. If only some of us had secret power. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably obtainable. You can probably find a way to get it. You put the snack on the ground and in a mere matter of like six seconds, you hear plodding footsteps uh, like like almost at the speed of like a horse clip. Just just like running straight <laughs> towards you. And then, yeah, Ellie, Ellie's laughing. Roll a dex check. Disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> oh let's go 18 okay muncho the munchlax charges into the room detecting the the snack a uh, drool slobbering out of its mouth leaving a trail behind it and it smacks directly into elodie who is drunk and elodie spins like in a cartoon uh the momentum spins her like a ballerina and she regains her footing and she's very dizzy but she does not fall over it charges into the room and immediately starts nom, 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 on the snack on the ground muncho is so thrilled who comes in behind Muncho, but none other than Lucy. She's out of breath. She says, Muncho, you, you gotta slow down. And then she looks inside and she says, oh, hey, everyone. You're, uh, you're the Quacko Paco, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I gave you Muncho's treat bag, yeah? You did? She says, well, this looks like a good spot. She says, I gotta say, this looks pretty nice. Looks pretty good. I'm not gonna yeah. know for sure until I have a little nap in it, but uh, this, is, this is looking pretty promising. She pulls out like a a foldable hammock from her her bag and she pulls out some like spikes some uh to that she can nail into the wall to find securement for the hammock and she says let me let me get this a shot and if it's if it's something particularly good i'll i'll, I'll come find you or you can just put a snack down tomorrow all right that's reasonable yeah. um she says that and she gets in her hammock and she immediately falls asleep uh and you're all just standing in this little tunnel and uh, she's taking a nap and Muncho is just uh, trying to climb up to the hammock to nap on top of her, but he can't reach it. Oh, I'll pick him up. Okay. <laughs> put him you do that. Um, he pats his belly and falls asleep on top of her, just like spread Eagle on his back. Um, and they are just both snoring immediately. That's just all they needed. The hike is before you. Is there anything the party is like trying to get done before they begin their ascent towards the treacherous path that is meteor falls? I don't think so. Okay, I think we'll end it there. Thank you for listening to the latest session of Dunsparce and Drampa. Extra special thanks to our latest patrons, Gretchen, Lady Del Taco, and Tanner. If you want to consider becoming a patron and helping make this show financially happen, please check out our link tree. Lots of fun little links in there for you in general, like our Twitter and our Discord. It's been a while since I've mentioned anything, but I would once again like to shout out to Boarding Party on YouTube and other various podcast platforms. Their D&D campaign thoroughly inspired the one that I'm running, and their DM Drew gave me a lot of advice and tips and insight. And as a bonus, they release new sessions on Thursdays. So if you are all caught up with Dunsparce and Drampa and you want another Pokemon adventure to listen to, why not make it twice a week? I'm sure that Drew and the Tater Tots would love to see you. Thanks as always for listening, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Shiny, she's just old. Same with Queen Elizabeth, rest in peace. Queen Elizabeth is not shiny, she's just holy shit. <laughs>
so topical. God. Melissa's microphone is cutting her off. She is wailing in the <laughs> She is actually in shame. My, uh, pie that I ordered now. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> 